listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Evelyn Troutman, and Evelyn told the story of the time she took out her tampon in a moving car. This week I talked to Britt Tylander, and Britt lives in Kansas City, so this is um, another phone call, and we talked about the time she uh, free bled in a guy's bed as revenge. Also, I tried out a whole new technique for recording a phone call, and it still sounds like shit, and also made my voice sound like shit too, so that was interesting. Um, Yeah, so if you want me to get better technology, please tell your friends about this podcast, and then maybe I can finally get sponsored by Summer's Eve. Okay, thank you. Here's Brad Tylander. I wasn't sure if I was like, you need to talk about a new story or an old story, because I Loki was very excited to talk about me having explosive diarrhea at Longman and Eagle after eating Carson's hot chicken, <laughs> uh, just because it's very, like, it's a very Chicago sentence. What say. a classic um, Chicago experience. <laughs> the whitest Chicago experience ever. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about doing that, but I'll, I'll tell about... Um, me free bleeding on that guy's bed out of revenge. That was that was okay. uh, some of my peak. You know, I, was, I think I was peaking back then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it all kind of started with like me dating this guy, um, and like being in your early twenties and dating like the absolute worst kind of uh, fellow. Um, but he was like a musician. He was a drummer. Uh, I was I was pretty psyched to you know uh, date somebody who had a place of his own um instead of like living with a bunch of roommates uh and things were like pretty casual between he and i uh but i decided you know i wanted to take things to the next level i wanted things to get a little bit more serious so i just like asked him politely to please not fuck any of my friends um but that (laughs) that, i felt like that was a pretty like simple request you know to just not have sex with one of my friends. But he did, um, because, you know... People have asked somebody, me that before, too. <laughs> for you to they lo- they look me in the eye and they say, please don't fuck my friends. <laughs> and you just, like, look over your shoulder and you're like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, I don't know. I'll do my best. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't, like to, I don't like to say no to things, you know. Um, yeah, so it's just, he definitely um, fucked my co-worker um, and... I found out because the guy walked into work one morning and she was like, oh, you'll never guess who I had a shame over with. She called it a shame over, which will always, like, stick in my mind. Um, What is that? Like a sleepover, but you're ashamed? Yeah, you're, like, ashamed that you had sex with this person. So I'm like, not only did you fuck the guy that I was trying to date, but, like, you're embarrassed by it, which makes me just, like, embarrassed that I'm so sad about it. You know what I mean? It was a a double whammy. Um, That happened to me, too. Well, not exactly the same, but the girl was, like, literally, like, she was, like, the most embarrassing fuck I've ever had is this. And I was, like, yeah, that is it. And I just didn't bring up that I had also fucked him. <laughs> so it's not always, I feel like it's, like, Russian roulette. Like, I have so many Eskimo sisters, but I don't tell most of them because I don't want them to pass judgment on me. Um, but I, I digress. But she, she called it a shame over and like before I could even get back to my phone 
uh, like I, I, I looked and already had like missed uh, calls and like messages from him. He wanted to like get to the source, you know what I mean? He wanted to get to me and tell me before I found out from somebody else, but I already found out from her, you know? Um, no. So I, I, I responded to him. I was just like, no, like please, please don't talk to me ever again. You've, you've hurt my feelings uh, by doing the one thing I asked you not to do. You know, I was a trooper. Uh, so this, 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 this can't happen anymore. And he was just like very persistent about it. Like would not take no for an answer. And would like hit me up late at night to hang out. And finally I was just like, fine, like I'll, I'll, I'll go over. Like it must've been a drought or something. Uh, cause I was like <laughs> eager, eager to just get my dick wet. Um, so I, I went over there and like, I don't want to like, his name or anything like how many followers a month like how many people listen to your podcast every month like um, on average every episode like, I don't on know average if I, I don't know if I should say Zachary Nelson or if I should like make up a, ne- a nickname <laughs> Zachary Nelson with uh, the, the, the fucking sailor lady arm tattoo I don't know if I should like say his name Ooh. Uh, I lived in cold storage lots in Kansas City in 2013. Well, this is so spicy. Am I going to have to edit this out? <laughs> I guess that's up to you. <laughs> I don't really care. Like, I really uh, uh, don't have many listeners, so I think your secret's probably safe. <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely post about this uh, oh, okay. on, on my social media that I did this thing. Um, so I hope you listen to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, like I thought, maybe I didn't tell anything stories, you know, at shows and storytelling competitions. Um, so if he hasn't found out about it yet, you know, this is just like a good platform, I feel like, for him to find out that I've been telling everybody all of this hot Um So yeah, he was like, we were very persistent and like kept hitting me up and kept hitting me up and finally I was just like, alright, you know what, I've had it. I'm going to go over there. I told myself I wouldn't, but I finally went over there. And um, he yeah, like, he, he put in the work, you know, like he he got, he got, he ordered pizza, he picked mm-hmm. up, like, wine, he did, he, um, like, let me smoke all of his weed, he direct ordered, uh, Sex in the City, the movie. Wow. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, if you were, like, if you were, like, making, like, one of those, like, cartoon traps that, like, you know, when, like, Elmer Fudd would try to catch Bugs Bunny with, like, a carrot underneath, like, a box with a stick <laughs> holding it up? If you're like trying to, head, yeah, yeah. If you're like trying to catch like a white woman in her in her twenties, you're like, I'll put Sex and the City the movie in here. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Chalamet and like, and like a rejuvenating uh, face mask or something. A matcha latte for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. That 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 would total. That was that was me. I was like, okay, pizza check, alcohol check, weed check, and then. I just kind of did, like, the Sex and the City. I've never seen an episode of the television show, so I was like, all right, what's the worst movie on here? <laughs> and uh, it was for sure that. Um, but, but recently, I had a guy uh, uh, pay $15 to purchase the wedding finger because <laughs> this is such a disgusting thing to say. His, his VHS copy of the wedding finger didn't play. <laughs> that happened recently. Um Am I, I'm attracted to people who have VHS players and lots of VHSs. That, um, yeah, that re- that checks out. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's, it's almost worse than, like, records. You know, like, vinyl nerds, it's almost worse than that, I feel like. 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't get it because it's like vinyl sounds better. VHS looks much worse. I know it's like an aesthetic, I guess, but I don't. Yeah, I do not 100% get it. It could be just like the ritual of like putting in the VHS and realizing you have to wait another three and a half minutes while you're aligned. <laughs> yeah. And then it a... uh, gets stuck and all the tape comes out. Yeah. Yeah. The tape just goes flying and fills very, out. Yeah, it's a very zen experience when you're <laughs> when you're trying to wind it all back in with a pencil. Yeah. Oh, you're stressing. You're like, Mom's going to freak out. You're going to see my <laughs> Did you have a separate, like, rewinder for your VHS player? Absolutely not. You didn't? You had a no. VHS player that just had the rewinder in it? Yeah. Wow, how does that, that silver spoon taste? <laughs> <laughs> wait, is that, wait, did you used to, it used to not rewind? Yeah, we, or maybe it was broken or something. We just are had you to old? buy a rewinder. No, I'm 29, or are we like the same age? Oh, okay, yeah, we're the same age. Okay. Um, well, I always thought the rewinder was the fancy thing, because it was like, then you can just start watching the next movie without having to rewind. And it didn't rewind it really fast. I don't think so. I don't know. I think Maybe. you were the one living in luxury, not me. <laughs> I think that it would be easier to just rewind the VHS in the VHS player and sometimes you take it out of the VHS player, put it in the, in the rewinder, rewind it, put it back in the VHS player, and then it's, like, not rewound enough. You have to, like, you know, keep going. I feel like that is uh, the, the, the least ideal out of the two options. I feel like having the VHS player with the rewinder and it would be, like, a little bit easier. That's such a wild thing to think back on because remember, it literally, like when you'd rent stuff from a from a video place, it's there'd be signs that said "Please be kind, rewind," and it was like that was like a way to be rude if you just didn't <laughs> rewind your VHS. What did they have to do with their time back then? Like, oh, you had to like make a phone call at a phone booth. I called a phone booth a disposable phone yesterday. Isn't that the dumbest oh. that you've ever fucking heard? <laughs> you are sick. <laughs> I'm a sick puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it was so gross. Um, but, but yeah, it was just like a big flex on his part to just like make him buy the sex in the city. Um, and we watched it. And um, at this point, I was like pretty, I was pretty, pretty uh, lit. I was, um, I was on one. I was pretty rich. I was high. I was I was a little bad. Yeah. I was just, just like drank and smoked all of his stuff. Um, so like we're winding up, like we're winding down, getting ready for bed. And he like pulls me close, and I like excuse myself to use the restroom because like I realize that this is my moment that I have to like commit to what I've planned to do. This secret operation that I've conducted. I've been um, planning this the entire time. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially, uh, yeah, pretty much. It was like a fantasy at first, and then it became like a real thing that I could do, and then I decided to do it, um, and then like I knew from then on that I was a bad person. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I go like, guys, I'm getting to the bathroom, and like I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm like hyping myself up, um, and then I straddle the toilet, and I pull out my tampon, and I flush it down the toilet because like plumbing at this point um <laughs> and like I climb into bed with him and and he pulls me close and like he's kind of like putting the moves on like we're getting ready to hook up and I just laid on the I'm just you know not I'm feeling very sleepy um could we like you know maybe hook up in the morning 
and he was he he was very kind. He was just so kind. He like agreed to my no, Jenna. <laughs> what a what a guy. Um, and then like the next morning, I had produced so much blood inside of inside of his bed. Um, it was like such a he was one. He was one of the few guys that I dated that actually had like a mattress with a bed frame and box springs, and I was like really jazzed about that. Um, <laughs> and you soaked through them all. <laughs> and I soaked through them all. It looked like <laughs> down to the frame, <laughs> <laughs> like Braveheart in the bed. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like that. Uh, the title we've seen from uh, The Shining, like out of the elevator. So oh, much. Yeah. So much blood, and then like I, I was kind of on the verge. Like I was, I was planning this, but like I was on the verge of laughter at this point, and I like grabbed all my stuff, and I was like really embarrassed. I was like putting on my clothes, and I was like, I don't know, like maybe we use like hot water, even though I know from years <laughs> of bleeding through my underwear that that that's the stain and that hydrogen peroxide works every single time. I was just like, yeah, like maybe hot water. So you leave this giant like brown splotchy. Do you have do you have a single pair of underwear that do not have a butt stain in them? Absolutely not. <laughs> if I do, it's because I haven't worn them yet. Yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like guys are like, "Oh, she's like sexy. She's got black underwear." It's like, no, I have the whitest vagina, and I will. Well, I will. I, guess... be, I will. I will bleed through cups. I will bleed through tampons. I will bleed through <laughs> fucking depends. Like it, it's toast. My underwear will not never look great. I um I try to buy black underwear now, but you be it's like you go to Target or whatever, and which is one hundred percent where I get underwear, and it's like kind of hard to find, you know, like find enough of your size, and then I'm forced to buy, oh a dog, forced to buy colorful underwear, and then yeah, I do ruin them immediately. <clears throat> I ruin them right away. Um, but yeah, that then. Uh... <laughs> And I haven't really talked to him since, like, after after that happened, I I continue to ignore his phone calls. He still sticks me up. <laughs> he, like, has asked to, like, go to my shows in Kansas City. He lives in California now. I'm not visiting him in California, but he lives in California now. And he comes back every once in a while, and he's, like, he's dating somebody. And he's like, I would love to bring her to one of your shows. And I'm just like, please never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not like I say this joke a lot or I tell this story a lot, but there's a there's no way I'm gonna tell jokes in front of your your new girlfriend. And I that may be like a weird, uh, like immature feeling to have, but I never want to meet my my boyfriend or my partner's partners or ex partners. It's just not like a thing that's at the top of my to do list. Oh, I do. You love it. I'm like a perp. Wasn't that I love it? It's just like for me, like whenever I like to stop dating someone, I don't want to. Like I still want to be, I fully want to be friends, which is always like a line. But like I, if we like left on good terms, I still want to be friends. And uh, yeah, I think other people find it uncomfortable, probably. But I mean, like it's always like yeah, it's uncomfortable to me their new partner but I like I'm down to do it it always freaks me out like it becomes a I, I think it's I think I like compartmentalize so much that I'm like oh these I don't know I, I think about like what what that person has 
and then I'm like, oh, that means that I'm lacking in those spots, which is such an unhealthy thing. So like, it's an it's a yeah. it's a thing you have to unlearn whenever um, like you try to not normalize jealousy in relationships. But it's weird to like have to have to think about that because I'm like, now your penis is like in my mouth once I do not <laughs> want to be talking to your girlfriend. Yeah, well, I guess me and Taylor are, are, you know, we have, like, an open relationship. So I'm kind of used to the whole, I'm kind of used to, like, dipping my pen in a lot of inks now. <laughs> That's totally fair. Uh, but I, I do, like, it is still, it is still awkward every time and a little weird. Yeah, if you, if you, if you don't think about it too much. But sometimes you have to think about it, depending on the person and depending on, like, your headspace at the time. I think about, like, I have met partners, current partners, past partners, um, and sometimes the interactions like really natural, uh, and it feels good uh, if you don't ever think it. But I feel like you're in a bad head space or something. Absolutely, yeah. I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm saying, and I'm not talking to anybody, let alone your your new slam piece. Well, and <laughs> that's how people always when if I like hook up with somebody that like knows me and Toller, they're always like. After that, they're, like, terrified to see Toller, and they're, like, he hates me now. And I'm, like, no. <laughs> we, like, we've de- like, it's, like, we talked about this. You didn't steal me away. <laughs> like, I also, and I also, I always kind of, like, I know they, like, literally that's, like, something that's just pounded into everybody's head, but I'm, like, well, I'm not his property, so I can do what I want to do. Exactly. You know? Like, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. talk to who I want and hang out with who I want and see who I want. And, yeah. Uh, and a lot of times I'm like, yeah, the guy is the only one. I'm like, you're the only one who feels bad about this. No one does but you. You're kind of being a bitch. Like, <laughs> they're a pain in my ass. At our live show... We put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories. And, yeah, normally we would go back and forth and read them. Right now, I will just read them all to you. Just just sit back and listen, relax, you know, take a little take a, <laughs> story time, I'm sorry. Yeah, take a load I'm off. I'm very um, stoned in Los Angeles right now, about to hear some <laughs> <discussion>. <laughs> Perfect. That's the perfect way to listen to these. Are you... Is it? Are you outside? Is it nice? I'm outside. It's so nice. It's like oh, good. Um, 60 degrees here. That's nice. I'm sitting on it the front porch. Dog shit here. It's like literally five degrees. Vicky, it's there's so bad. Citrus, yeah. There's a citrus tree thriving next to me. My God. <laughs> I hate LA, and I can't wait for it to crack off into the ocean. But it's the... so it's such a shithole. That it's such a shithole. <laughs> The thing I, I do like about it is that orange, like an orange tree, I find very romantic, or like a lemon tree. It's, it has all, everything to do with no doubt. I, I'm sure. It's, it's the band No Doubt. Wait, do they have an or? What's the or- what? They, I just remember them having that album uh, cover with like the giant orange tree. Well, the giant orange oh. on it, where it's like a fly, and then you. That's what I remember. Maybe that's like the romanticism for me because I had a big crush on. Mm. Uh, so funny. Okay, I'm gay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being, I'm being so gay. Keep, keep going. Okay. All right. Here it is. 
one time I was at this guy's house and he was so cute and I liked him. So I was trying to impress him with my blowjob skills, <laughs> uh, which is a wild way to say that, I think, but I like it. Um, I deep, I deep throated to the base and... I deep-throated to the base and puked up all the salmon he just cooked for me. I didn't want... I know. I didn't want to scare him off, so, dick still in my mouth, I swallowed my own vomit and finished the job. We dated for two years. Oh, my God. It must not have been that much vomit. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure it's just a mouthful. Yeah. But still. She also said she, like, liked, right, they liked they like getting blowjobs. Well, they liked the person. So, I guess that makes a blowjob a lot more uh, pleasant. Oh, yeah, that would be pleasant. Um, I've, like, done, like, a little bit of bile, like, while giving it a blowjob. Like, that's always fun. But, I like, it's do not go that deep in. For me, I'm just, like, for me, taking a blowjob, taking a blowjob, <laughs> giving a blowjob, <laughs> giving a blowjob is kind of just, like, taking a walk down the sidewalk it's I'm not like I'm not sprinting you know <laughs> I'm not sprinting but like you, know, <laughs> you gotta make it as like messy as possible from what I've heard <laughs> from my experience that's that's great whenever you make it messy like a lot of a lot of guys a lot of people are into that do you ever sometimes when like when when a guy can't get it up and he's like you want to help me with it I've had, I've had this guy that said that to me a couple times. He goes, you want to help me with that? I'm like, what is it, a fucking load of laundry? I'm like, I, what, what, the, the, like, a load of like, laundry. Is it like a porn thing to be like, how about you help me out with this? How about you give me a hand I here? Think, I think it what probably the fuck? is a porn thing because I think a lot of people, like, get their sex education from porn. And, like, that's why, that's why. It's just yeah, so, is it a weird you. way? Yeah, and, like, like like in 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 the porns, um, it'll it'll be some guy like you know dropping off a pizza, and then the girl's like in a bathrobe, and she can't pay for the pizza, but she has to pay for the pizza, and it like gives these men unrealistic expectations that every woman wants them. Also, yeah, and then just like on top of that, the verbiage that's used in porn, it's like mm. that's not. That would be a really good have. pizza. That had to be. It's always a meat lover. It's always like a 12 yeah. inch, you know. It's, there's so many innuendos up in that, up in those Which a, a 12 inch is actually a small pizza. <laughs> yeah. Big penis, but small pizza. <laughs> every time. Every time. But, okay, wait, where I was going with that is I'm like, I don't want to put a, I don't like putting a flaccid penis in my mouth. It's like a, it's like when you're a kid and you like forget like a water balloon somewhere and then you right. find it like a week later and it's all like so I, uh, I just it's a weird I thing to like suck I, on it is a weird thing I don't like I don't suck on like a flaccid penis like if you're flaccid I doubt my, my mouth is going to do much for your coat yeah, dick right? point, or like on your antidepressant <laughs> dick like yeah if anything it, it feels like I'll be rubbing it in like <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do for you, boy. I have a typical okay, this is probably bad, but like I have a typical routine to like get to fuck the dick. So like <laughs> call typically just like like sit on you until you get hard and then you're hard and then like I want it to be wet, so I'll give it a blow drop. 
and then I'll be like, now it's time to have sex. That's like what I typically, that's the step. Oh, I really miss, do you mean, wait, where but do I'm you not gonna spit, not gonna... where did the spit thing come from? Like, do you spit like on the dick? Well, <laughs> no, not like on it, like I'm not bending it or, or anything, but like if you're like on a couch or something, watching a movie, and then like you just, you know, you start kissing and then you just like throwing your leg over and spit on them. Okay, I thought you meant you like spit on the guy's face <laughs> and then told him to get hard. <laughs> I was like, well, wow. That either, oh that either God, really work or really would not work. That is a huge power move, and it's something I plan on trying in the near future. <laughs> just, like, slap him right in the face. <laughs> Me being like, can I sit on you? And he's like, yeah, sit on my lap. And I'm like, no, I'm going to sit on your face. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow, I really misheard that. Uh. <laughs> and I, I you to be hard by the end of this, sir. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll receive a demerit. <laughs> <laughs> You get a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> you have to write lines. Um, okay. All right. I have another one. This one good is... Good for that. I, what? I was just going to say, good for that girl uh, for swallowing that vomit. That's some fear factor shit. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, seriously. I... Like, today I just smelled something that smelled like puke, and it was food, and I was still like, I'm not eating that. It's gross. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even like salmon that much. What kind of food would you... What, like what kind of vomit would you eat again? What if it would it would it matter what kind of food it was? Like if what it was that? like so expensive. No, because for me, I've already had the experience of eating it, and that's what I paid the money for. I w- I think uh, I wouldn't want to tarnish its memory by uh, eating puke. You just want to let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like it's, it's I feel gone. Like it's, I feel like it's chili, like a white chicken chili. I could probably eat again. Uh, Yikes! And I would, if I threw up something expensive, I'd have a Viking funeral, and I would just set it out on the ocean, laid in a fire. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I ate the salmon that he bought for me earlier. It's like, were you being, once again, just polite? Like, you're such a polite person. So yeah. <laughs> no, he <laughs> cooked it, though. So maybe. Oh, uh, well, it's still, that's labor and, and, uh, and money. And money for that, that salmon, honey. Oh, it's, a, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Um, okay, here's another one, and this one is quite strange. Um, I woke up in my stairwell one morning, still drunk, um, which this is very, like, like a thriller movie where you're like, we've come in and the action has already started, but, okay, uh, I went into the bathroom and found a dead cockroach. I decided to pee on it. It came back to life. Pee is magic. That's the story? Yeah, that's the whole story. <laughs> wow. Wait, hold on. You, this is, a, once again, a random person that wrote this on a piece of paper. This is not you. No. Wild. <laughs> yeah. I actually I, I actually do know who wrote that one. That's good. But I, I won't. I shan't say. You won't just blow the name? No, I guess not. <laughs> uh, I, kind of a pussy move, but, like... I get it. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you later. Okay, well, no, you, don't tell me yet. You don't know them anyway. <laughs> Damn it! Then why does it matter? No, I, um, I hope this person has, like, a like a very, uh, like, intense relationship and, like, worships pee now. Like, every time they get, like, their like their bladder is full, it's, like, how yeah. witches get in sync with their time of the month to, like, 
become more powerful and use your mental yeah. blood as it's gold for a reason, you know? <laughs> it's gold, baby. <laughs> um I we have at work we have cockroaches. Um <laughs> And I won't say where I work. I'm sure I've already said it a few times, but. Uh, <laughs> and What's the color? Them... I feel like everywhere has cockroaches. No, probably. I know. Any building that's older than, like, 10 years old, it's like, there's fucking cockroaches. Like, you might like to think there's not, but I assure you there is. And <laughs> one of the line cooks just, uh, he hits him with the blowtorch. And so, <gasps> it's like, I don't know, it's like the easiest way to kill him. They're fast as shit. And, uh. I, unfortunately, I know what a cockroach smells like after it's been burnt alive. <laughs> Is it pretzels? Does it smell like pretzels? It doesn't smell bad, necessarily. I'll say that. I mean, people I eat like them. Smell like, I feel like it smells like pretzels Protein. or something. It's, yeah. it's not appetizing, but it's not the worst. It's a very, yeah, it's savory, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, it smells like, corn, like a fresh bag of ranch corn nuts. <laughs> yeah. They look like corn nuts, too. Snap <laughs> into a slum gem. Yeah. Um, okay, I have... I have one more. Six. Um, It says, I took a picture of my IUD after it was removed, and I still have the picture saved on my phone. Which, that one's not that gross, but I, I enjoy this sentiment. I have I a picture it. of my uh, cervix on my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's like an that's a really whole that's just responsible healthcare. Like, yeah, I wish if they would let me keep it, I would keep it. I've had it all this. That's what's dumb is like I've been carrying it around for a couple of years now in my in my uterus, and but I can't have it in a jar. What's the fuck? <laughs> what's up with that? You better hand it over. <laughs> yeah, I want it. I could have it right now if I took it out. Yeah. I uh, yeah. yeah, I good for them. I think that, I think that's what what if like you're about to hook up with somebody and they're like you're on the pill and you're like, Yeah, I have an IED and they're like, Prove it and she's just like BAM <laughs> Oh what when I was getting, well, when I was like going through all my like HPV stuff and they did the like uh colposcopy where they like biopsy yeah. the cervix. She had my cervix up on a screen for me to see. So I was like watching everything she was doing, which was actually really, it totally distracted me because it's kind of uncomfortable. And I was totally distracted because I was like, I was like, that's my, that's the inside of my pussy. I'm like, I'm looking, it was, and it was so kind of scientific looking. Um, but yeah, I took a picture of it and she was like, I hope you're not going to put that on Facebook. And I was like, no. And then I put it on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to put it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. And then you do it anyway because they're stupid and fucking old and didn't get the right at. Yeah. Well, I was also like, she was like, that's kind of, she says something about it being too much information. And I was like, it's almost like no information at all because it's so like, it's just like anatomy. It's like you wouldn't, you know. It's like tissue. Yeah, the like pussy part is you can't see. It's just was this like weird. It almost looked like uh, an anemone. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. yeah. And who cares? It's your information. You're allowed to disclose it if you want to through HIPAA. Which is also, I just realized, if I had shown the outside of my pussy on Instagram, 
I, I would my account would have been flagged, but I showed the most, the deepest crevices of my vagina. All, all, all of them got all totally them chill. Yeah, I showed the actual guts. The walls. <laughs> <laughs> Our live story comes from Evelyn Troutman. Evelyn is a Chicago comic, and this was recorded in December of 2019. Here's Evelyn Troutman. We sold our words for property, but we didn't. I changed my tampon while I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a pretty good driver. <laughs> uh, I, I was the only one in the car. Um, like, if I had passengers, there's no way I would have just not had one of them do it. <laughs> it was during rush hour. Uh, I was going 35 miles per hour uh, down at Summit Street in Columbus, Ohio. I was in the left-hand lane. Uh, it was a one-way with two lanes. I wasn't that intent on killing myself. In fact, quite the opposite. Um, partway into my commute, I realized that I had had the same tampon in for over nine hours, which is longer than really anything should be in your body, unless it's a vital organ, <laughs> or like a really good Britney Spears song lyric. <laughs> In that case, harbor it deep within yourself for at least 16 years, and then, like a bloody tampon, pull it out when nobody expects or wants you to. <laughs> as soon as I realized how long the tampon had been inside of me, I started to feel lightheaded. I got this prickly sensation all over my skin, and I got short of breath. If you get hypotension and feel like you're gonna pass out, it must be toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> Your tampon is poison now, take it out. It's been over nine hours, don't you know that it's toxic? <laughs> Yeah, you're probably gonna die, don't you know that it's toxic? <laughs> At this point, all I really knew about toxic shock syndrome was that it can take an overworked, abandoned tampon and turn it into a resentful murder weapon. <laughs> Kinda like in the game of Clue, like I knew all the components of fatality, but nobody had ever really explained the exact mechanics. <laughs> like, oh, well, how did Evelyn die? Well, I think the culprit was her own stupidity in the gray Pontiac vibe <laughs> with a Tampax Pearl Super Absorbent. <laughs> how? I don't know. Apparently, you can also die from a fucking candlestick. <laughs> There were cars parked on either side of the road and there was no stop sign in sight. And I don't remember where I was driving to, but it was no longer than like a 15 minute commute. 
but I was thoroughly convinced that if I didn't remove my tampon immediately, I was going to have a seizure. <laughs> now, at this point, the story can really only go one of two ways, and both end with me hemorrhaging in a ditch. Either I go into toxic shock and crash the car, or I pink and drive and crash the car. I guess like a third situation or scenario would be if partway through the removal process, a cop pulled me over, <laughs> which would be worse than death. <laughs> and quite implausible because I have looked it up since this happened and there are no laws against changing a tampon and operating a motor vehicle. <laughs> There are also no laws against operating a motor vehicle while changing a tampon. I don't know who would bring a car into a public restroom. <laughs> so if a cop pulled me over, he would, he would have to be like, excuse me, do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, yeah, you're a pervert? <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to do my job. You could have had a lot of blood on your hands. <laughs> Removing a tampon is a relatively simple process, uh, but you can't just yank it. Uh, I had to make my vagina parallel to the road. And this would be a good time to mention that I don't know how to use cruise control. I had to keep one hand on the wheel, and I'm right-handed, so naturally that's the hand I chose to take off the wheel. And I just like adopted the douche driving stance. And I was wearing skinny jeans and my seatbelt. Both of which limit access to the crotch region, which is why people normally don't try to have sex while driving, or well, God forbid, wearing pants. And I just want to mention at this point that it was pretty fucked up that my seatbelt was furthering, further endangering me. Um, but it's okay, uh, because, uh, I'm so fuck I'm bleeding since I was 23. I was a pretty late bloomer. <laughs> Don't matter if I'm stuck in tight jeans or rolling past police, I'm gonna reach down into my crotch and remove what's killing me. You want a piece of me? Well, here's a piece of me. <laughs> I dislodged the bloody cotton bullet <laughs> without taking off my seatbelt or unbuttoning my pants, which is a feat I'm very proud of. <laughs> And because I'm not a heathen, I uh, wrapped it in a coffee-stained tissue and put it in the cup holder. And now I know you guys are all waiting for the second half of this story where I insert a clean tampon also while I'm driving. Um, unfortunately, the cup holder is the last thing I remember. <laughs> and it's not because I got into some horrible accident and went into a coma or anything. 
Um, but after that remarkable feat of human dexterity, the rest of the day was just quite unremarkable. <laughs> and, you know, really the last thing I remember thinking when I put it in the cup holder was, wow, toxic shock feels a lot like a panic attack. <laughs> She could have died, died, died in her lonely car chicken. At least there's nothing stuck between my thighs. But why do I overthink and drive? Thank you. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Britt Tylander. Well, I'm on Instagram. Um, you can check out my fitness account at DT from KC. That's DT from KC. Um, I post lots of workout tips, where to go shopping, um, where your nearest Sam Parenthood is. I'll, I'll uh, be posting lots of vlogs and, and, and makeup tutorials on there if anybody wants to follow me. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ladylike Chicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye.